Happy New Year in Review. Oh, I guess we're drinking. All right. Well, yeah, you don't clink and then not take a sip. I mean, true. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Too Many Trailers, where we drink and clink. <laughs> oh, God. We're keeping that, we're keeping that drink and clink. And <laughs> drink and clink. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was grape juice. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, where we drink and clink without alcohol. Um, and it's great. And it's great. Um, so, we are at the, the new year. We are at the new year. Or the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. It is, you know, it's a magical time of the podcast where we literally look back in the year of 2019. And, and we say, fuck, we missed some stuff. We missed, we missed quite a lot. We did miss, and... When Kelsey and I were trying to create this list, it was actually quite gratifying to be like, yeah. there's so much we did that it was hard to find things that we, like, had to cover in this episode. Right, exactly. Which, last year, because we started, you know, in March, so we'd missed a little bit. So you we know, missed, we were like, getting our January, footing. February, most of March, anyway. Most of March. We were really trying to, like, get our feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. Um that last year we were like, shit, we missed so much that everything we wanted to cover, we were like, we need to do all these things. Oh, we were like panicking. <laughs> we were, we could barely, we had to like stop ourselves where this time yeah. we were like, I guess we could do this one. We, so this, this year we have uh, 12 trailers uh, for to talk about and we managed to actually make it into some sort of structure that we will carry on. Wow. Amazing. Structure? Incredible. Us? Thriving. Look at us. Personal growth. 2019. <laughs> hopes and dreams for 2019. 2020? Well, that was, like, for 2019, we hoped and dreamed. Oh, good to know. Okay. had structure. In structure. This and this was it. review episode. And that's it. And that's it. So, for this year, we have 12 wonderful, interesting, weird trailers uh, that we'll talk about. Right now, I think, right? Yeah, I think we should just kind of jump right just, in. It's going to, you know, strap in, do your laundry, get on driving, yep. do some busy work at work if you're listening at work, and uh, welcome to Year In Review <laughs> wow, Part like, 2. I love it. It's like a game show. It's like Price is Right. The announcement, so. Year In Review! <laughs> and then the audience is going wild, like, shouting it behind them. Ah. <laughs> Alright, um, but so to talk about our structure, so we've got all these 12 trailers, which mm -hmm. is like, if you've listened to one of our regular episodes where we just talk about two, you know that that can be a long or even one. time. Or even great. one. Or even one. <laughs> it can be a long time. So what we're going to do to, like, keep ourselves sane and everybody else is narrow this down and do... Four comments each per trailer. Which was difficult for some. <laughs> it's difficult for some, not that difficult yeah, for, for others, others, but also I, it's me. So yeah, it's I'm, also very true. I was like, this is fine. This <laughs> is like my normal <laughs> amount for you're most. Thriving. You're thriving. I great. know, this is great. <laughs> um, and we're going to rate each trailer on a scale of one to five, mm -hmm. one being the worst, five being the best. And if you yeah. remember, we get into some heated arguments over the ratings of some trailers. Oh my god. Let's bring back Comic-Con. Comic-Con. Let's not. Let's not. Dead. It was a great trailer. <laughs> never forget that one. <laughs> I will never forget that was not a trailer. Okay, moving on. Moving right along. Right along. Alright. So, the first trailer that we're going to be talking about is The Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. All right. All right. So let's... Okay. But we also have no behind the trailer facts. No behind the trailer facts, so free to go. <laughs> Jump in right the hell in. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I loved the music in both, like, sections of the trailers. Okay. They were so well done, I feel like, and worked really well with the editing. I really liked... I had in the beginning for, like, my first note is that, like, really loved... Um, Idris Elba and his voice and the music at the beginning. Yes. I didn't really love the why can't we be friends because I feel like it's it, so tropey because I feel yeah. like they use it for every scene where it's like an enemy kind of scene. Yeah. That enemy's forced to no, be friends. I agree. No, yeah. Um, and I was like, I get it, but like you could have just chosen a different song about friends. Like, You're My Best Friend by Queen. Oh. Like, they probably <clears throat> didn't have enough money for the rights though. So that's why I feel like they might have chosen that one. But, but still, I was but just still. like, I was like, 
You could have gone with something. Something else. Just something Please. else. But the beginning music was, was really, really good. good. Um, I thought it was a great twist to have in the trailer because, like, you you start with Idris Elba as like mm. you thinking that he's like the like the main, um, not so much a villain because I feel like oh, I I, I thought he was the villain from the very beginning. I, I mean, was like villain first, villain speech, right? Villain speech. I mean, granted, I thought I was like oh, Idris Elba, like he's actually part of the goodish team, like he's like kind of like graying the lines. Because uh, Hobbs and Shaw, I think, gray the lines in the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not a fan of them. We don't know. We don't know. But I thought it was like a really well done kind of shift. At least. That's just me. Um, interesting concept with the whole evolution thing. I was yeah. like, what am I watching, Orphan Black? <laughs> I was like, this is great. Like, I was like, that part's actually interesting. Like, I wish it was more of a sci-fi movie about that rather than like... Let's go, like, kill him or capture right, him or exactly. I was like, no, 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 no. I want to know what he's doing. Wait, let's see what Idris Elba's doing. Yeah, I want to see the evolutionary <laughs> stuff, and I want you to take him down not by being, like, macho guys. I right. just want you to, like, be more spy-like and, like, sneak in. <laughs> I was like, I yeah. just want it to be Orphan Black. Um, I loved the humor okay. in this. I really enjoyed, like, especially when um, Jason Statham was in the, the elevator and The Rock was like, F you. Like, it was just like, and the shift when he was about to yell it and it was like, he's like, I can't hear you. Like, what? <laughs> I thought that was well done. I thought it was, the banter was really good in the trailer. Um, and I thought like the, the tonal shift of that humor was kind of well-placed mm. throughout. And I thought that was good. I didn't love it. Understandable. Yeah. Um, I just don't, I don't know. I'm like not here for this type of film generally. Right. So I wasn't like, the humor, I was like, okay. Okay. Um, but it was funny. So my comment about the air fighting effects where they, he was fighting going down, I was like, oh, did he do learn that from that movie that was a total flop that The Rock did? Remember a few years ago where it was like with the kid and he like jumped out of the building? <laughs> I was like, that was a complete flop. I was it, like, it did you learn those effects in that really bad movie you did The Rock? Must have been. Probably. Um, I thought that uh, they showed really good within. Yes. I thought the stunts were really well featured throughout the like, the car going under... Like, this is, like, what it's... show Like, the people that are going to see what this movie, here for. That's what they're here for. And I thought that was fantastic, what they showed. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Um, and my final comment was... So, going back to, like, kind of your, like, comment about the humor. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny that when they were on the plane, they were in, like, two separate sections. I was <laughs> like, I like that whoever booked their plane tickets, like, n had the forethought to not have them right next to each yeah, other. exactly. Also, they, they were, like, both... Big Early guys, teams. I was like, I was like, you know that if you're on a Wall. real airplane, that ain't working no, very well. No, you're gonna be if you sit next to Rock, you're gonna be pressed up against the wall. Right, like <laughs> if if you're in a row seat of three and the Rock and Jason Statham are next to you, you better be small. You're fucked, essentially. <laughs> exactly. Um. So now we're gonna get to the rating. Um. I knocked it down a half point because of the length. It could have been 30 seconds shorter. Yeah, it was, it was a very long. long. Um, however, I did rate it 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> I oh loved it. my I lord. I love this trailer so much. It is, it is so good. So I gave it a 2. Okay, valid. I'm not, I'm not going to knock any ratings in the year in review. Only in Comic Con. All right. All right. Um, yeah, just it. like I gave it like a 2, maybe a 2.5, but it's more like. A, it's not my type of film. The yeah. trailer did not make me want to see the movie any more or less than yeah. I already didn't want to. And it wasn't like... I didn't find it to be like an outstanding trailer. Okay. Yeah. That's, Valid. That's all. Great. All right. All right. On to the next. Moving on. So the next trailer we have is for The Farewell. Um, this is an Aquafina-driven uh, <coughs> film. Uh, came out, I think, during like late summer. summer. I want to say maybe August. <coughs> I'm um, an A24 uh, powerhouse film. So many A24 films. Oh my god, that we I today. had a counter. I don't know if I, I got it all. I almost did a counter. I, I think I got, I think I, so this is the first A24. Mm -hmm. I think there's maybe one or two more. There's at least two, two more. more. Okay. So um, I love the cinematography and the color scheme yes. of this film. It's very soft and like, you'll hear me say this a couple times more. It's very feminine, mm -hmm. very soft color, very like pastel which I really, really liked in this sort of film. 
Yeah, it was that very, like, when you were watching it, you're like, this is an independent film. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, this is it. Like, just from, like, how it's shot and, like, how you're viewing and, like, the color and all of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my opening note was, like, A24 and Aquafina. So happy about it. <laughs> Loving the combo. <clears throat> Um, my second note is just says, oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Not so much on the trailer itself, just maybe, like, in general, because yeah. of my personal life, like, within this past year, um, it hit a little close to home, and I think that's why I was like, oh, this is gonna make me super emotional. Yeah. I, um, I really liked the big stuff about, like, East versus West and mm. culture and, like, who you are as a person and what it means to be part of a family and, like, being independent versus part of a group mm-hmm. was so interesting and, like, I really liked that and I think that that's a good thing to show in film and, like, oh my god, another movie with an all-Asian cast. Praise the goddamn lord. Um, so and I can't wait for next year because I feel like there's going to be more... And we'll definitely 100% talk about during our regular feed. Because we suck. Yep. But we're changing it. We are going to be better people. Hashtag 2020. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, I think the overlay reviews definitely took away from, like, mm -hmm. watching the trailer. And it was just definitely, like, super distracting. Just because I wanted to get a little bit more immersed into the, like, what I was watching. Kind of understanding the family dynamics. <clears throat> I feel like it definitely just took away from that feeling of, wow, I'm, I want to watch this thing. Rather than, like, okay, I get it. Let's right. just move past the reviews and let's just watch the trailer. Let I, the trailer flush out. I agree. Like, with the, tr- with the reviews and the fact that there were subtitles, it was hard to, like, change, like... Gears almost. Yeah, it was hard because like the font changed and mm-hmm. the color changed, and then you'd be like looking there and then not looking down, and then you'd be not like sometimes if you weren't finished like reading the subtitle part and then the review came on, you were like, fuck. Yeah, I feel like maybe if they had to do the reviews in do the trailer, less. either last or less, last or actually just change the screen color <laughs> so we can like kind of shift gears and kind of yeah. refocus. Yes, it was really difficult, like, like just eyesight wise. I was yeah. like, I'm struggling here. <laughs> Forced astigmatism, <laughs> almost. <laughs> I can't say that word, but yes. Um, I did think it was a good length for the trailer. Yes, I felt like it was good length. It kind of just wrapped up and summarized the film what it was. Yeah. Um, personally, I had a lot of like I had a lot of big feelings about this. Just mm-hmm. being in a profession where you are involved in palliative care and like right. patients and families that are someone's going to pass away or has or like being part of those death conversations I was like I don't even know if I can give this like a fair rating and I don't know if I could I don't know if I could I honestly don't even know if I could really see this without being like really like biased I mean again this is a different culture Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of one of the things where you kind of have to put that aside and it's sometimes really hard when you're just immersed in it right when it's part of like your job right and it was hard because like I'm generally working on it with kids right and to have it be with an adult, it's a little bit is tougher, a little it, it's it's different. But I just had a big conversation about it with like my aunt earlier, who was like, "Oh yeah, this person that um, the parents didn't want to tell the kid that they were dying," and I was like, "Well, why not? Then they don't get any agency in it. Right. And, like there are things that they could be a part of with it, and all this other stuff." So it was like, I was like, "I can't, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it." Um. So that was my last note. Yeah, that was my last note. Well. Um, so I rated it four out of five. So did I. Oh, I gave awesome. it a four. I was like, my non-biased, like how this was as a trailer, right. was a four. Perfect. Great. Great. Let's move right along to the kid who would be king. Okay, I want to do a really quick sidebar. Okay, absolutely. When I was watching the trailer on YouTube, mm-hmm. underneath, like in the suggestions or like to watch next or whatever <laughs> else, um, there was a top films of like the 2010, of like whenever and the like screen grab like the front like picture for it was jupiter ascending oh. and i was like oh no oh no <laughs> oh no i was like oh god if you think that that's in your top 10 favorite like best and what did it say it was like best 
like not best writing, but yeah, like best sci-fi film. I was like, oh god, how bad was the kid who would be king? It bombed at the box. I know. I was like, well, obviously, whoever thought that it's a good film also thought Jupiter Ascending was Mm, true. Okay, my first note was this based off a book? I want to know because this seems like something that would be like a young, like a middle grade book, right? Type thing. I know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. I, I need. I need to know. I would like to read it. I just felt like this had but good usually book power. they say sit. Right, That's what you're I was so like, right. Like this yeah. is totally a book, but like they usually say that in the trailer. They'd be it's like, like based on the best-selling right. children's novel. Um, it just like has a big book vibe to big me. Big book energy, big book perhaps? energy, BB BBE. <laughs> but yeah, it just had like BBE to me. Big yeah, book energy. Big book energy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I agree. It was like, that's what I said for like my mm-hmm. opening note. I was like, typical small kid. Um, British who is brave. Right. Typical British white boy who is small but also brave. Mm-hmm. This is a book. This is a book. Um, so have you ever seen the vine where the kid is running around being like, I got a knife! And the mom's like, no! <laughs> um, that's uh, what I reminded when he got the sword. <laughs> All I could think about was like, I got a knife. No. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, that was good. Um, I did like the line where the main kid was like, "I'm 12." Right. Like, this uh, this is ridiculous. Sort of, like, I'm 12. Yes. It was good. It was a little bit of self awareness. Um, and then meta ness almost to it yeah. too, where it kind of like grounded itself in reality, which right. I love. I loved that line. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, I'm here for that because like Harry Potter was 11 when yeah. he went to Hogwarts, and he was like, cool, this is real. And they're like, okay, like there's no sense of like grounding and also like he was like i'm gonna go fight voldemort and we're like you are 11 like you were like straight up a child (laughs) i know we were like he killed all these adults who had full training harry potter is a murderer (laughs) controversial feelings on this episode right here well was it in self-defense we may never know Wow. You may never know. I think the answer is yes. I think the seven books prove that maybe it was a little bit of self-defense. <laughs> um, uh, but funny. this is this is great. Um, but yeah, so I was like, that's a really good perspective to have because like, I feel like a lot of the young hero movies where yes. it's a, a young boy, mm-hmm. they're always like, oh yeah, they're old enough and strong enough to do this. They and all of it, and everything. Right, and all of the girl heroine movies, yeah. they're like, you're just a little girl. Right, exactly. And so this kind of proved, not proved, but like kind of added to like the, <laughs> Marion just like raged tantrum. <laughs> I did, I just raged a little bit. Um, it kind of just like allowed for a, um, an understanding, kind of put right. people on the same level. Right, I'm going to give you a really quick example. That's Christmas themed. The Grinch, Cindy Lou Who. They're like, you're just a little girl. What oh, do you yeah. know about the world and about life? Mm-hmm. And everybody doesn't believe her. If Cindy Lou Who had been a boy, do oh, you yeah. think we would have dealt with this problem? No. no. Well, that's why The Grinch is a two hour long movie. <laughs> Can't handle it. <laughs> so mad all the time. Um, um, but yeah. Yeah. So we're watching the film, and all of a sudden, it does this like aerial shot um, into the suburbs, and there's like, I'm like, okay. People who live in London or London suburbs, do double-decker buses, like, go into the suburbs? I felt like I saw, like, a red double-decker bus, like, into the middle of nowhere. You are so right. It was, I was like, okay, maybe I just don't know about British culture. I think they're just reminding you that we are in England. (laughs) Kelsey, is is the red double-decker bus your Empire State Building? Is it? If I, if it is, I'm gonna hate it. (laughs) I was like, oh god, maybe Uh, Kelsey Please don't make it your Empire State Building. Make it, make sure Big Ben keeps that. But I felt like it was just weird. I was just like, what, do they go into suburbs? (laughs) Right. That's a good point that I didn't even think of. I was just like, yep, we're still in England. It's yeah. good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I actually liked that, despite this was a film in England, most, I feel like most English-British films or book series or all yeah. that are, like, white people only. And I'm like, excuse me, England is very diverse. It's especially in London. Yes. Like, there's a lot extremely of, like... Extremely... Uh, there's a large Indian population, Muslim a large... Po- Muslim population. Yeah, a large, large Middle Eastern population and a large African... Like, black. Af- black. Yeah. Black population. Because <laughs> they're not Americans. So. I know, it's like, <laughs> African-American. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not right. 
Um, but there's a big diversity. So when they looked, when he was talking to the school, and the school was like a nice, even mix, mm-hmm. I was like, where am I? I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I, I was very pleased and very like, I was like, oh, this is actually representing... British school culture right very well yeah and like the group of the four of them it was like two white boys one Indian boy and one black girl it's great I was like perfect this is great I wish wish that the main character was like a person of color and he wasn't a white kid but but if I gotta deal with like two out of four being of color sure that's pretty damn amazing that's fucking amazing um I thought for this trailer which Patrick Stewart also was in. I was just like, oh, Patrick Stewart, you're the you're oh, Merlin. Hello. Oh, ha, I love this. Um, I thought it was a fantastic uh, PG film, PG, oh, trailer. It looked great. It looked great. It made me want to see it. It was a wonderful fantasy and great trope. Like, kind of the tropes that were there were great. It made me want to see it. And I feel like we need more PG, good PG films that everyone can see. Right. And I think that now in this big time of like heroes and star wars and marvel and dc and all this like hitting the box office like a lot of those have so like they're pg-13 for a reason right like there's a lot of like graphic violence there's a lot of like adult stuff happening right which like can kids handle some stuff yes but it's good to have these good in-between things that they can be fans of too detective pikachu is a i just rewatched this last night it's a fantastic pg film fantastic right it's like this is so good because it's it's a storyline that the, that younger kids can handle. Yes, it's got a PG level of violence, which is fine. Which is good. That's good because we shouldn't be exposing them to like PG thirteen levels of violence just because that's the only superhero movie there is. Right, right. We need PG PG superheroes twenty twenty. Yes, hashtag twenty twenty PG films <laughs> for real. So, what did you rate this? I'm going to rate it a four. Okay, solid. Um, also, my favorite line out of the entire thing was actually the line where he goes, where'd you learn to drive? And she goes, Mario Kart. And I was like, that is so accurate. That and is, like, yeah, like perfect. for a kid to say that. For a kid's perfect. movie, right? I was like, this is the greatest. Um, this is my first five out of five. I thought this was a phenomenal trailer. I thought this hit Love all it. the good points. It had humor. It had action. It showed the British countryside, but not like bad, like in a bad way. Right. It wasn't your typical, you, like, you like started the in a cliffs or field of you wheat. You saw Stonehenge, you know, that was perfect. But it was like a plot point. It was a plot point. Which it wasn't great. just like Stonehenge, <laughs> a double-decker bus, a cliff, a <laughs> field. We're in the UK. Um, <laughs> Um, I just thought it was a it was just all around a phenomenal trailer, but I can understand why it flopped at the box office. I get it. But I yeah. think that it's hard to market that. It's so difficult. It's, it's fantasy. Hard. It's fantasy right. adventure kids movie. It's a kid fantasy adventure movie. If it's not based off of a book, it doesn't already have a good following. Right. And it's going up against like Avengers and Endgame. This literally Endgame got up, yeah. And like Captain Marvel and everything in between that time frame. Because it it's was like, like wow. in early in the year. And I feel like if mm-hmm. it wasn't, they could have had a couple more. They could at least make this into a trilogy. Easy. I know. Right? Easy. Because they could have so had, easy. you know, all this trilogy stuff happened here. They this. had the kids probably go back into Merlin's Court or whatever and then had the final battle in the third film. Right. Boom. Kelsey, you just wrote a book. I. Series. Oh my god. No one copy this. <laughs> Copyright Kelsey. Copyright Kelsey. <laughs> Coming to your bookshelves never. Bookshelves you you, twenty twenty. I'm gonna be a children's author. <laughs> You're like, what am I doing now? Books. <laughs> As I look over to my pile of books, pile to of to be read, and oh boy, oh Jesus, you got more books. Can't wait to look at them after. Um, some of them I won. Um, all right, so, uh, moving right along to, um, Miss Bala, featuring Gina Rodriguez, also featuring our first mini trailer of our episode. Yeah, which was honestly impressive. I know. I was like, I was so happy. I was like, three, I could do. I know. Okay. Okay, Miss Bala. Um, um, can we make it gay? Because if that pers- that girl was her girlfriend instead of her friend, I'd be a lot more interested in this film. <laughs> Honestly, valid. Um, right? I had no interest at all in this film for some reason. None. I, okay, first of all, who is Miss Bala? I needed a voiceover. Like, I needed, like, Gina Rodriguez to be like... To tell me what was happening because right, exactly. I didn't know. Right, I had... That's even... 
I even said in my like third note, I said, halfway through, still don't know what's going on. Yeah, I didn't know why we were like, she was, it's, I have to say that it's very similar to Gaze of the World, um, Amara Morte, Amara Morte with oh, Julian Tina. I thought you were talking about a book, Gaze of the World. I thought <laughs> you were like, Gaze, Gaze of the World, that was a great book. Oh, I want to read that. Um, but uh, the Julian Tina and like their stuff with the cartels in it. It was very similar to that, and I was like, oh, I know about cartels because of, because of a telenovela. And this is exactly how they acted in the I'm an expert on cartels because I watch a t- telenovela series. I, I watched a, a telenovela series that <laughs> featured some lesbians. <laughs> Duh. Expert. But no, they were treated like it was like a very similar thing. Like even some of the scenes where she'd be like running and like hit another guy, I was like, oh my god, this is copied. <laughs> From a, from a Mexican show. Come on, people. Um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what happened in this. Yeah, I have no idea. All I loved is that I saw Anthony Mackie, hard eyes galore. Love him. Yeah, I liked seeing Gina Rodriguez with a gun and a dress. Sure. I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. Um, is she like a triple agent? Like, I don't know. Like I don't know. Did she become somebody else? Did she, did she like become Miss Bala? Was she Miss Bala before Miss Bala? What is her name? Ms. I don't know. I don't know. Miss Bala mean bullet in Spanish? But Who knows? also Miss Bala, when she, they were like, you are like whatever. I was like, is this like one of those like moniker things? Like, like that a person, right. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Who is she? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> Um, um, yeah, that's all my notes. Um, it was, do you want to know who directed this film? Whom? Because I was trying to look up one of the girls. Right. Um, Catherine Hardwick. Right. She directed Twilight. Oh, no. She's a white chick. I was like, why are you directing this, directing I mean, this Mexican film? She can. The writer was a, a, a Mexican Well, that's good. I mean, at guy. least, like, yeah, at least you have I, that. But his name did nice. not look like it was Hispanic, and I looked at it, I was like, if this was written by some white people and directed by some white people, I'm about to be mad. Yeah, I mean, like, it's but I was, a, it was an interesting, it was an interesting choice. And it I was a, a I lot of, there I were a lot of interesting choices on that trailer. I, I don't wonder why it did badly. Yeah, I wonder Catherine why. Hardwick films don't usually do too Well, Twilight did good in the box office or she was because it was a bad movie but there was a big following because it was a book Thank and you. like there was a lot not of, because she's a good director <laughs> there was some choices were made that i did like in twilight but we're gonna move on from twilight yep. and we're gonna stop talking about twilight um we talk a lot more about twilight than i thought we were gonna talk about but anyway moving on are. to the reading uh what'd you give it two out of five i give it a two also High first five. second shit you're right yeah well good job us good job us Okay, <clears throat> now we're moving on to Aladdin. I can show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid. I don't know. Yes, yes. Right. That was amazing. You did. Oh, I was like, so oh my good. god, you know all the words too? And if you didn't think that there was going to be singing on this podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Doesn't happen. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Okay. Um, I wow. thought that that was going to be a mini trailer at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Thank absolutely. you. But then it was a cold open. Yes. I was like, interesting, interesting choice. choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, it was an interesting choice. A lot of these were a lot of interesting choices. Um, this was a straight up nostalgia bomb, as we coined mm-hmm. this year. Yep. Um, it, I mean, it has all the scenes that you recognize. Um, <clears throat> it has, like, the guards being like, get after him. Blah, blah, blah. Right. It has, like, Jafar being like, come into the temple, <laughs> right. and stuff. And you've got um, the, like, taking, uh, getting Jasmine onto the magic carpet. Yes, yes. And Genie. And Genie, being Genie. Yep. Um, I didn't, I, I mean, I saw this trailer before, but I, this is the first time I really, like, kind of watched it. Yeah, I think I'd only seen the teaser trailers. I don't think I've seen this trailer before. Um, did you notice how young Jafar sounded? I don't know. I guess I'm so used to, like, the, the, the movie where Jafar is, like, right. this older gentleman, old. like, 75-year-old right. man that's, like, gravelly voice, smokes right. three packs of cigarettes a day or whatever type voice. And he just sounded so young. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I was, was like, like, oh. At first when he was talking, I was like, is that supposed to be Jafar? Because who is who is she? <laughs> who, who is she? <laughs> um... um I was, the thing that made me the happiest about this film is, or about this trailer, 
um, was that everybody was a person of color. Yeah, in a Disney film, magical. I mean, like, but like how, how, how hard? How hard was it, Disney? How was it hard? Really I'm difficult? sure it wasn't hard. It shouldn't have been that difficult. It wasn't that hard. Um, but remember when people like when the trailer first came out? <laughs> I think it was a teaser, and I think it was when Will Smith wasn't like blue because if people lost. Remember when people like lost, lost their, their shit? That was. I was like, guys, it's like only one clip. Like, we need a. We need to breathe on the outrage culture of this trailer. Um, and I think that's what a lot kind of... I mean, I don't know. I didn't see the movie, so I can't say like whether or not it was good. But I right. think a lot of people's decisions were based off the movie, the original movie. I yes. think that was the that, problem. That is the issue that Disney's having. Like, yeah. all of these... All of the live action remakes are not like what people want, and they're not being received well and and because yet, they're making choices. Right, and, and yet we're still making them. Oh Jesus Christ! We don't need more live action remakes except for the Princess and the Frog. And I really want to see that. And Mulan because I love Mulan a lot. So yes. do a good job with it. <laughs> um, um, did this trailer feel really long to you? Oh, I, my last thing is there's too many clips. Thank you. It was too long. Way too long. Cut it down by a full, like, 45 seconds. And then you would have had, Dear like, a Lord. great, solid, official trailer. It was only two, <clears throat> like, two and a half minutes, but it, it should have been a, It should have been, like, a solid two, either two minutes or a minute 45 they for needed an official to trailer. They found a different way. Like, they could have done more of the songs. Like, they could have done like, anything. I felt like they needed more, like, actual dialogue. Or more rather, something. I was like, the there's fact not, that nothing happening. They're only drawing people in by the songs, and I think what bothered people most was... That there was change in dialogue, and I felt like if there was a shown of change of dialogue, mm-hmm. people can understand that this is not an exact uh, replica of the original film. Right. So I think that would have been a better way to market this film, to have lower people's expectations to enjoy the film more. 3.5 out of 5. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a 3. Yeah. Like, it just didn't, it didn't hook It me. just didn't... Yeah, Aladdin should have made me like immediately want to go to the theaters, like run to the theaters to see this movie. Exactly, and it didn't at all. God damn it! Come on, Disney. Yep, you have enough money (laughs) to make a decent trailer, right? Or to like market things differently, or just be better. Be better. Be better. Be better. Twenty (laughs) twenty. So we're gonna talk about one more trailer, then we're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna come back, and then um. Talk some more, but let's talk about <laughs> Booksmart. Um, I didn't see this film. I yet. did. Not yet. You I'm, should see it. I know. I just watched The Favorite, so we're oh, still okay. working okay. here. Okay. All right. All I'm right. about we're a year behind, so, because um, we discussed that one last year. That is true. Um, um, but, I love me a red background to a trailer. Oh, I was like, I was this like, is going to be good. I was like, official trailer. Ooh, red band. <laughs> I know. I was like, yes. I was like, do it. Um... I gave this a good rating, don't worry, but just, just hear me out my first Yeah, note. no, I want to hear your notes. It felt, first watch through felt honestly bland to me, wow, okay. and I just right. was watching and I was like, I expected a little bit more for what it was being marketed as, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, 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 okay. It was just a little bit blander than I guess I expected to okay. be. Yeah. Um, even though it was rent band. I mean, they had like the word vagina in there, and I was like, 84 times. 84 times, and I was like... Cool, great, hear it all the time. But um, but it was great because they had all the gay stuff in their first trailer. Right, which I didn't I know, know. she was like, she I was like they're going to be all up in your vagina, which is like super awkward to hear. But also you're like, but you're talking about your your friend that's also a lesbian. Like, yeah. this is great. I loved their like friendship. <laughs> right. It was so good. And I was like. It's me! I know! That's why I really, like, love this film as a whole, but also this trailer. Like, yeah. just the fact it's that, like... like the friendship of it, yeah. Yes, the friendship part's very me, and the whole, like, you didn't do anything in high school because you wanted to get good grades, and I'm right. like, oh, it's uh, me. Oh, it's... Shit. Oh, I wonder why I'm in therapy right now. <laughs> yep. Um, um, so, I think yeah. that was a big, like big pull for this trailer was I was like I immediately identified I was like I'm not that level but like still yeah yes um it was like fun like it was a fun trailer I'm not gonna say it was like the most boring it was a fun trailer and it like did have like fun moments I just like wish there was like no text like coming up there was oh, a lot yeah. of like there was words and I was like I just want to watch the trailer just me come on come on um I love... How did you feel about that cold open with Beanie Feldstein? <clears throat> Who's the main character? 
Can you remember? Just the part where they're like, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like, focus, like the... focus on your goals and oh, then yeah. fuck those people. Oh, I like, okay, yes. And then I her did eyes like, that like part. clink open and she takes out her mouth, her like, retainer. All right, I'm in. No, I did like that and it was a great, like, kind of way to introduce her character, you know, being like, you know, she seems like she's like the anxious person, but she's more like, fuck the patriarchy type of like, person. <laughs> right, she's like fucking meditating before school in the morning and then it's like calm and serene and then it's like, fuck those people. And it's like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Okay. Do you feel as though the trailer showed kind of the best parts it could have without spoiling spoiling the film? So what I have to say is it covered some plot, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did. It wasn't so. Booksmart is obviously a comedy, right? Um, and it didn't fall into that trap. There is so much more funny. Good. Coming good to know. To you. Because I was like, oh this wow, lot, they, they. I'm wondering if they're just holding back, right? and I think that was their Absolutely. problem because it didn't do well in like because it was a major release film, which I was shocked. A because it's it's more or less an indie film. It is. Yeah. And it but it should have been more not limited release but just shown in more independent theaters and I think it could have done a lot better there. Yeah. And I think that if they kind of skewed its marketing just a little bit, I think they could have gotten a lot more people to come in, but I felt like maybe they could fall into that trap of just showing too much humor. I know, and it's hard it's because hard. it's like that's that trap that we always say like don't show me all your humorous parts and then I'll be mad when I go to the movie. Right. This is definitely does not fall into that trap. Right. Which is great, which is, which awesome. is awesome. But I think that's but where it's hard they when you don't went, know it. Right. And I think that's where they went wrong yeah. with the marketing because if they showed just an ounce more rather than word of mouth being like it's kind of like a female super bad essentially. Yeah. Where we don't need to do that, but that's how it was marketed toward me. Um, by word of mouth via Twitter and by people who actually saw it as well. I'm going to see it, don't worry. Um, I think that it could have just been pushed a little bit more and probably done a little bit better in theaters. That's just my view as a person who only watched the trailer and didn't see it, but yet heard feedback from people who saw it and who liked it and stuff. I think it just could have, the marketing could have just been an ainty bit better. Yeah. And I know that they had trouble getting a lot of support because it's like female like, written, female-directed, yeah. and, like, mainly female cast. Right, exactly. Um, so, Olivia Wilde, who directed and wrote part of it, um, was very outspoken about. Right, and, it was, and she has every but, right to. And she she said it better than some other people this yes. year. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that... It, yeah. Yeah. She was honest. She was like, I need you to see this movie if you want women to keep directing films. Right. And she, like, is very, like, well-spoken about right. it. And outspoken, think, but well-spoken. And not to call anyone out that they listen to, but um, Elizabeth Banks kind of said the same thing, but worse like she but put not it as well spoken right it was like, exactly like it, it was she put the blame on things that didn't need to be put the blame on whereas olivia wilde was like i need you to see this film because you know more of a proactive statement right. rather than putting shitting on people who see other yes, films <laughs> absolutely all right so what is your rating um five. valid i mean you <laughs> saw it so um i did four out of five just yeah. because it was a I little mean, like hitchback but it still was a great trailer overall um, right. So we're going to take a little break. Um, we're making good time. We are making excellent time. We um, would still be talking about one trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little upset. Valid. Um, so we're going to take a little break, and then we'll be back to talk about the last, about six. Six? six. Yeah, last six of the year. All right. All right. Talk to you soon. And welcome back to the second half of the year in review. Year. In review! Oh my god, we're a bunch of dorks. Um, yeah, but that's why you guys listen to us. Y'all already knew that. Shocking <laughs> information. Okay, so we have the back half of the year in review. Um, we're going to start off with Alita Battle Angel, which I literally suggested because I remember Kelsey saying earlier in the year, I hate this. <laughs> and I was like, let's do this one, Kelsey. And she was like, I hate it, but fine, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. This was so aggressively CGI. It was that weird combination, like, on her and, like, some of the other people. Like, some people were real and some people were CGI and some were a mixture like she was. And I was like, my eyes, though. <laughs> like, yeah. It was just, it was a lot. And it was I a was, lot. Yeah. So was this an anime? I think this was. And it just, remi- it just had a lot of, like... Or a video game? Something, like, it was just aggressively anime. <laughs> like, just a lot of the themes and a lot of, like, the way, like... The action was juxtaposed. It just felt very like, oh, this was a cartoon once before. Um, yeah, you know what I really um, hate? Yes. 
Um, when we gaslight characters. Oh, I love when we gaslight characters. It's wonderful. Sarcasm, I was like sarcasm, sarcasm. Oh my God, yeah, Kelsey said that with the most amount of sarcasm on her face for anybody that could not see that, which was everybody. Everyone except for, except for you. <laughs> There's only like one video cameras just to my facial expressions. I would hate that. Um, no live streams coming towards you soon. Um, yeah, none at all. Um. But I was like, oh, I hate when we do that because we always gaslight characters in this kind of scenario where it's like a, you don't know about your past, very like Captain Marvel, very like right. other things where it's like, we, we're going to lie to you about your past. <laughs> and it's usually, you know who we always gaslight? Powered female characters. I wonder why. I wonder. The patriarchy. Can we, in 2020, can we like stop making films about that and making that the whole plot of the movie? Right. It'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be great. Um, I do have to say, I was very excited when Mahershala Ali like, appeared. I was like, I was oh, like, oh you. no, I love you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, what are you doing in this film? Get out while you can. Um, and I do wish the music was constant throughout the whole trailer, and I think it just would have been a little bit better. Would have fit a little bit better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other notes? Um, so I said, even though even though I hate it, I'd be more likely to see this than something like Hobbs Shaw. <laughs> Because it's still valid. got like a no, female protagonist. Like I realize, it has like it checks all your boxes. I and, mean, technically, yeah, most of them. I'm no gay, but like, it's... <laughs> it'll do. Don't it'll... gay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Quite possibly the last Shrek impersonation of 2019. But one never knows. <laughs> yeah, more to come. 2020. Um, but yeah, it still had like a female protagonist who was like kicking ass, and she's gonna like overthrow the people that like were trying to hold her down which right. is kind of what I'm into but like I hate that we have to do it through gaslighting like yeah. just make her a strong character from the beginning that's okay we don't have to gaslight characters what a concept what a concept what'd you rate this Kelsey two out of five I'm gonna say three and a half okay okay valid I, I because it. it actually like I was like I hate what you're doing if if this if the if scenarios the, if the were CGI different. was different too right and everybody looked if, it, if, it, if they just chose, either do everybody in CGI or do no CGI, like, like not this weird kind of mixture for some. Like everyone was like rotoscoped or like kind of right. like um, the ping pong balls all yeah. over you type thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you'd chosen one or the other, it would have been visually more appealing. I would have gone to see it probably if there was a little bit more like that. Yeah. yeah. Valid. <coughs> okay. Right. Moving on to the, the man, man who, who killed, killed Hitler, Hitler and, and then Bigfoot. Bigfoot. What the fuck was this? <laughs> I was like, when I read the title, I was like, oh my god, they could have done this in such a humorous way. It could have been great. And then I watched the trailer. I was like, nope, not no, humorous. They really not funny. Honestly, shocked. <laughs> like what? But I do have to say, my first note: if you looked at all the awards I got, and I was like, oh my god, wait, is there a Bigfoot Awards film selection? <laughs> I was like, is there an award for the longest title? <laughs> because the like, Oscar nominations and it's the only movie. <laughs> um, also, um, did you have trouble finding it? Kind of. When I would search it, YouTube was you had like, to type in the, the entire whole, fucking thing. You know, and I was like, is this a joke? <laughs> I was like, do you stop things if I automatically put Hitler in the title? Like, right. which is fine, like, because I get like safeguards. Right. But like, I was like, you're making me type out this entire long trailer. Game. Right. I'm so mad. Um, so I don't know if that's just bad. Mer- like I think it's just bad, bad marketing, marketing or bad algorithm. Yeah. YouTube, get on your shit for real. Um, but okay, so this dude Sam Elliott, because you kind of have to like watch it to understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just this guy in this bar, and he somehow like kicks some ass, and then he gets recruited by the government to do something else. Uh, and I, my, one of my, like, second-ish notes, it's kind of an offshoot of the first one. I was like, oh, my God, is this the Avengers? Like, <laughs> but, um, um, but, yeah, it was um, very interesting. I thought, I didn't expect it. Like, I, un- there were a lot of timeline issues that I There had. was a lot. There was that a lot. That could have been better. Yeah. Um, I I did like how they juxtaposed it as, you know, you had Sam Elliott, then you kind of had a little snippet. I think it was of his past. Yes. And then you had the snippet of his future. Right. It was, I, I yeah. Because they, like, showed a flashback to him shooting Hitler. And then they were like, we need you to kill Bigfoot. And he was like, and I was like, what? <laughs> and that was like, 
They were like, there's no hope except for you. And I was like, this is your last hope. I loved it. Sam Elliott? What? I was like, Sam Elliott's your last hope of killing Bigfoot? I was like, he's one dude. He's one guy. It's not even like it's like a group of people that right. he was with also fighting. I right. was like, what? <laughs> there's no Avengers team here. Oh, right. I was like, there's no team feeling. But I though? do but I do have to say the costuming was amazing in this trailer. Like in the nineteen forties yeah, like stuff. I was costumes. really impressed. Um I that's all my notes. So, um, it, some of the scenes were really dark, and I couldn't see what was happening. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is not." You need like, to brighten it up just a tad. Yeah, I was like, the, "Your lighting is not great." Right. <laughs> I was like, "People, yeah, people. work on it." Uh, what'd you give this one? Four to five. I, um, I saw that over across, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> um, I really liked um, the timeline the trailer showed because it took me a little bit to understand, like, "Oh, that's him." But it made me want to see the movie. It did its job to me, for me. See, I, this is my first one of the day. <laughs> um, I thought with the timeline stuff, I was like, I get that it's him, but you're not do- presenting it in a way that's right. It could have been better, it. and I and think, it's right. like it was also, it was choppy. It was the choppy. whole trailer. I felt was very choppy. I thought their transitions could have been a little better. I think the soft transition would have been. It would actually for the first time would have actually worked. I think, and like if they had like earlier like. Um, like past him and then like kind of soft transition to him at the bar it would have just been a little bit more timeline and understood like right. what it was and actually oh this man actually did kill Hitler and then the US government came he's like yo what up kill Bigfoot and that would have like un- I would have understood the movie a little bit more but right. it might show as to how the movie actually is how it's like kind of him you know going through this trial and tribulation of trying to kill B- Bigfoot and then kind of flashing back to when he tried to kill, when he killed Hitler, so. Yeah. Um, I just didn't, um, yeah, I thought that, like, the transition-wise, and then just, like, the whole trailer, I felt like, the, like, you'd go back and forth, and then future, and I was right. like, I was like, no. I get it. No, I completely see it. I can completely see, also, I can completely see how this is just not a movie for you, and how this is just yeah. 100% a movie for me. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a movie for me, no. and also, like, the trailer didn't make it want to be a movie for me right. either. Valid. All right, great. All right, moving so, on. moving on to Ophelia, um, which is starring uh, Daisy Ridley. That's my first note. I, I, was <laughs> like, like, I was like, what? I was like, hello, how did I not hear about this um, film? Also, can we talk about her wig? <laughs> how bad it was? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. I was like, no, 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 what are you doing? I, I literally went with my second notice. What? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, I got it halfway through the trailer what it's supposed to be. Like, I got it was, I got it was Hamlet, like, halfway through, um, from, like, a different perspective, from, like, the female perspective. Which, like, I'm usually into. Right, but I wasn't into this. (laughs) I know, that's what I said. I was like, you know, I usually love a good, like, Shakespeare, like, other film from, like, a point of view of, like, female character or POC character right. or something like that. I was like, I'm usually really into that. And I was like, but is she going to have more agency than Ophelia did in Hamlet? No. Because Ophelia in Hamlet had zero agency. Um, And she still has zero agency I in this I know! Film. I was like, the whole it point is when you do the female thing, you show that, like, the females make the small decisions that make the big decisions and the actual thing work. Right. You know what I mean? And it just reminded me so much of a horror film. I mean, I was just like, oh, this Hamlet is... Hamlet is like a horror film. It is, but it's... There's ghosts. It just doesn't... <laughs> All right, Professor. Like, I'm just <laughs> saying there's, there's ghosts true. involved. No, it's scary. It, but I feel like it's more of like an... I don't want to say like actual, like a real life horror. Like it kind of felt like more grounded, I feel like, from Ophelia's perspective, especially with like um, Clive Owen's character, which I did not yeah. recognize at all. But until they were like, Clive Owen, and I'm like... What? <laughs> I know. Also, so much writing. A lot of, so much. I was like, too no, much. Just stop. Just make your trailer shorter. <laughs> You're not Shakespeare. You don't have to put so much writing in this trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, all this writing is not helping. No, yeah. it really didn't at all. Um, but the main guy who plays Hamlet. Yes. I was like, I was staring at his face and I was like, I know you. I know you. I know you. Who are you? He's from the movie Pride, folks. 
Oh, we have a Bill Nye connection. No, pro oh, he, we do. We have a gay and a Bill Nye connection. This is the greatest thing. This is the best year in review we can ever have. I know. Look at that. Also, like, Pride is an excellent movie, and he, like, played a main character, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, that's why I know you. I was like, also, how old are you? Because you played, like, a teenager in that, which was a while ago, and now you're playing Teenage Hamlet. Awkward. He must be in his mid-20s then. <laughs> Mid to late 20s. Yeah. Um, those were all my notes. Yeah, me too. Three and a half out of five. Sweet. I gave it a three. Nice. All right, moving right along to the last black man in San Francisco. Um, I love the color scheme. I keep saying this, but the color scheme was just so good. It almost it was felt, so good that uh, I wrote that I loved the color oh scheme. Oh my god! <laughs> a miracle has occurred. <laughs> um, I um. When he first, I just like felt a lot of emotion right. towards this, not just because he is a ship worker. <laughs> I was just like, I literally paused the trailer. I was watching this last night and my family was around and I literally paused this trailer and I was like, hey dad. <laughs> hey dad, it's about a ship worker. Ship Do you want to go watch this? Um, come watch she, this. She watched this movie. Um, yeah. I, I was very, I very much loved this trailer. But I agree, uh, it, like, sparks emotion, like, from the very beginning. Like, the very start. opening is, like, really good and, like, deeply emotional. Extremely. Which is so me. <laughs> so you. The soundtrack? Holy shit. This is the one time during the year in review, and I was like, I wish I kind of knew the composer to this trailer. We could look it up real quick. Yeah, we Let's could. It. Because it really was amazing. It really, you know, sometimes the composer is the most important person. Sometimes. Most times. Is... Emil Mosseri. Let's see, what else have you done, sir? Not much, only seven other things. He did really? Mars with a Z, which was a short. Coin operated, which was a short. And How to Tell You're a Douchebag. Interesting. Such an interesting array. Um, he's doing another short, and he's got some other upcoming things. Minari, which is about a Korean family that moves to Arkansas. And Kajillionaire. Which is going to have Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> but that doesn't always help her. Um, interesting. Alright. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was from the trailer, it was, it was amazing. And um, <coughs> the it was almost like feminine, the trailer. Mm -hmm. Which is really awesome to show, especially like black masculinity black and black men. And loving that uh, dichotomy and, you know, the opposites that really like brought up in this trailer. I thought it was amazing. It was great. Um, um, it was so interesting because like... Right at the beginning when they were just talking about, like, the black influence in San Francisco and being, like, a gay person. Like, I know a lot about, like, the gay history of San Francisco, but I know nothing else about, like, the racial history. Right. So it's like, that would be And, so like, the gentrification Ugh, of... I hate... Well, I mean, I know about the gentrification of San Francisco right. because, like, That's... gentrification's everywhere and it right. sucks and it's terrible. But, like, I didn't know specifically, so that I was like, oh, my God, I could learn to watch about this movie. Um, <laughs> the only thing I would say that took away from it were the reviews. Um, that did show yeah. up, which I, like, understand, especially, like, when you want to make people see this film, and especially that, you, that a film probably won't have much traction. Mm -hmm. I get it, but also save it to the end, or at least change it, change it up just a smidgen, to make it a little bit more able to view, um, without taking, distracting you away from the trailer. Um, but I, I want to see this movie. Yeah. Great. So what'd you rate it? Five out of five. Okay, I rated it a four out of five. Sounds good, yeah. Um, all right, and moving on, our next trailer is for Hail Satan, question, question mark. <laughs> um, I suggested this because this is a trailer for a documentary, which I feel like we need to do more of, or maybe like just agree, specifically kind of hone in once or twice a year or something, or like just kind of yeah. like um, spice it up. I thought this had an absolutely hysterical opening. Oh my god, that's what my note oh my is. God. I said, oh my god, this is a great opening. It is such a... <laughs> this is a great day for the satanic church. <laughs> and it's like porn porn. I was like, oh this god, it was amazing. It was hysterical. Um, I thought it had a really interesting focus of something that I don't really know much about, which I thought was interesting. So, um, people in college, like in my friend group, like ordered the satanic bible like we were like joking around about it and we read through it and it's actually very interesting and yeah. not what people would think like satanism no. is a very different thing than when people portray it to be um 
so this was actually like when they were saying certain things like mm-hmm. about how like Satanism is about like um, freedom of religion yeah, and type freedom, freedom and, and like um, like be uh, helping the outsiders and people that feel like outsiders and all that kind of stuff, which was so interesting to me because and I was like I was like this is great and like I already <laughs> and I like came prepared for that because right. like knowing that and like having that background, but I can imagine that that's shocking the shit out of everybody. Oh, else. of course. I mean, you saw it in like in the trailer. They're like these people wanted to kill us and like type of right. things like and I mean they had a lot of like really interesting arguments that both sides did bring up and I mm-hmm. thought that was really interesting I mean some of them were always like I don't agree with you but I thought it was an interesting argument to bring up to mark, during to make to make, right? to make this documentary um I thought it was just a really interesting focus not something we really heard about I thought it was hysterical and I thought it was a great yeah. level of humor um, because like you couldn't make this and make it like a bland flat or documentary make it because super serious. nobody and like super serious, right? Yeah. You have to have comedy to it or else people are not gonna make it through it. Right. Do you stay to like the ending of the trailer where he like, does the, the fire to fire thing and he's like he's like, nice work, gotta work on that though. He was like I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a perfect ending to this trailer. It was so good. And I also really love documentaries and I really think that we need more public more like more focus on yes. like documentary trailers especially like on tv because mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of people we only really see it online yeah we don't yeah. really market documentaries right. a lot Absolutely. like we saw um what three was identical strangers. yes and i think that should have been marketed more i thought that was a yes. phenomenal it was phenomenal and like so you could learn so much from that just that movie alone and i think that um we need to as a as a society um Understand that, you know, documentaries are still, like, something part of the movie movement that yeah. we need to focus on. Absolutely. It should have, this should have gotten a lot more attention. Absolutely. I think this is, especially, you know, an emergence of a lot of ideas, um, you know, online and mm-hmm. in our culture. And, like, um, we need to, like, kind of focus more on different arguments that you can make for a focus. Yeah. For a documentary. Absolutely. So, five out of five for me. Yeah, I thought it was, like... It was a phenomenal yeah. trailer. It was so good. Like it was like a perfect length, had a perfect yes. amount of humor. It was really had a good. perfect amount of information without yeah. really spoiling it. Yeah, as well. And I thought like it was you're going to really learn funny. a lot more, and there's going to be a lot more humorous moments. Right, and like to know that it's more about. I think you know. I think you everyone should watch it. Yeah. Um, to experience it and not to be like, oh, this is like what it's actually about. And I think that I'm going to try and find it for tonight. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. If it's if you find it, let me know. We'll do. I think it's a, it should be on, I feel like it should be on like Amazon Prime or something because I didn't see it on Netflix, but I feel like it's a good Amazon or like HBO mm-hmm. type of mm-hmm. thing. Unless it hasn't come out in on uh, December 20th, so, yeah, 5 out of 5. Alright. On to our last trailer, y'all. Our last trailer of 2019, Kelsey. I, I'm not ready. What, oh, a, I, what, a, what a way to go out. What a way. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the Secret Life of Pets two. <laughs> so Secret Life of Pets was a good film. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I, I loved it. Did we need a sequel? No. Okay. Did the sequel need to show a lot of stuff from the first film? No. no. It's I was the same like gimmick. I was like, no. Some of the some of the, like one of the exact same spots. I was like. That's the exact same scene from the first one, isn't yeah. it? Or it's like the exact like, like gimmick, like the same. It looks exactly the same. Yes. Yeah. I was like, no. Um, I just one of my notes was I am the first cat, the big lazy fat cat. That's me. Oh my god, that cat when he's like meow, meow. he's like hitting her. And then he like makes the hair boil, the hair ball <gasps> no, noise, and she like wakes up and she's like, no, don't you dare. And he's like got on his tongue. And he's like, drop. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I did like. I mean, I thought it was a cute plot. But it was hard to follow a plot because yeah, it was like so many for one second the plot was like about like the dog's anxiety and bringing him to the vet and I was yeah. like oh we're gonna learn about the vet it's gonna be terrible and then they were like no the plot's that the kid's going to school and we we're like okay and then it was yeah. like this happened and I was like what's our what's happening in our uh, there it was long too. it was so it was long. so long and it didn't need to be that long I know that's yeah that's why they had time to cover three plots yeah I do have to say. There was no intro, which I did like, so. There was a lot with no intro. I know. I was very, I think very pleased. There I think were we just like managed two. to, like, choose throughout the year the ones that all had intros. I think they just made the bigger films. Had, I mean, granted, we talk about bigger films, too, so. Um, 
So as you can see, we really don't have much about The Secret Life of Pets 2. Um, yeah, I have no idea what the plot is, and I hate the animation to different in animation change. I was like, we don't need that. Yeah. No, we're good. Great. All right. Three out of five. Yeah, same. Yeah, I thought it was a very solid trailer. What a way even to close out. What a way to close out. Very average. <laughs> very average, and we rated it the same. Yeah, it's amazing. So that comes to our, I guess, last business of the year on this yeah. very day, December 31st, when you're probably, hopefully, listening to it. Um, so we just want to thank you for listening. Um, we had a very nice year in terms of podcasts. We had our first live show. We hopefully, did. maybe doing it again. I think that it's definitely a possibility. It's definitely a possibility um, for everyone that lives where we live. <laughs> <laughs> the one public library <laughs> in America. Um, uh, we do thank you for your, I guess, support. I yeah, your listenership. Yep. Sure, why not? Um, but if you want to continue to interact with us, uh, you're more than welcome to interact with us on social media. We're at Too Many Trailers. That's T-W-O, Many Trailers, um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can always send us an email with any longer, like, deeper thoughts that aren't going to fit in the character amount. Um, and you can always email us at trailers at gmail.com. If you want to continue to listen to us, uh, you're more than welcome to listen to us in iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, and Google Play. Um, you could also rate us five stars if you would like. Maybe write us a review if you like us. Um, that'd be cool. Uh, and it also increases our visibility on iTunes so more people can listen to our weird little show. Yeah. Um... And we hope that you, uh, like, have a great end of 2019. May it be safe and yes. enjoyable and make good choices, Absolutely. I guess. Sure. From your <laughs> intrepid hosts at Too Many Trailers. And also, you know, before we end every podcast episode, we want to remember to make sure you remember not to judge movies by their trailers and leave that up to us. Have a great end of your new year. Happy New Year, y'all. Bye. Bye.